Cincy Reform Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Wise. I'm here with Brandon Burks like normal, and uh, we are uh, glad that you're with us this day. Uh, we are going to be thinking this week about uh, a sort of movement, you could call it, a series of um, advertisements that uh, were very prominent in the recent uh, Super Bowl, and I've seen them in other places as well, uh, something called um, He Gets Us. And uh, we want to talk about that because this is a as I understand it, multi-million, if not even towards like billion dollar um, advertising uh, campaign that's out there. And I've seen different reactions um, on some social media feeds. I've seen some who are Christians uh, praising it and so excited because the name of Jesus is out there. Where I, and then I've also seen other people who are uh, quite bothered by that and troubled by that. And so we wanted to uh, reflect upon that today and hopefully give you some food for thought. So uh, maybe, Brandon, could you get us started by introducing us to the He Gets Us campaign? And um, yeah, maybe have some quotes for us. I think you have some and we can begin to uh, discuss. Yeah, so the, the, the He Gets Us movement is really trying to show how Jesus understands all the things that we feel and struggle with and um, all of the, 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 the complexities of, of the world. So on their website, uh, for example, they said, The name of Jesus has been used to harm and divide, but if you look at how he lived, you see how backwards that really is. Jesus was not exclusive. He was radically inclusive. What would our world look like if that were the norm? If strangers became friends over the dinner table as they did around Jesus? So here they're uh, saying he's in no way is he exclusive. He's just including everybody, bringing everybody in. And, and then the website goes on to speak about various struggles. So for example, if you have a family problem, maybe you're estranged from a family member, maybe you have a very complex family structure that's causing you a lot of grief and heartache, uh, the website says it may be hard to imagine, but Jesus had to contend with a complex family life too. And he lived during a time with similar noise and distractions. So he gets us in that way, the website is saying. Uh, it goes on to talk about what if you have betrayal or doubts or insecurities. And it says the point is Jesus' relationships were far from perfect. Betrayal, doubt, insecurity, disagreement, and distance muddied the water even for Jesus. He couldn't avoid relational stresses, but he did give us a model how to respond to them and work towards restoration. His model, radical patience and forgiveness. And so as we are struggling with relation problems, relationship problems, we have betrayal or insecurities, or maybe we disagree with someone, the model then is to look at what Jesus did that, that ethical teaching and ethical practice of Christ. He was radically patient, and he forgave people. And so we should do the same thing. Um, and so the website talks about so many aspects about what we experience, even down to joy that we experience. And they say, well, Jesus, too. He was no stranger to joy. In fact, people called him uh, like a glutton and a drunkard. 
uh, because he drank with people, he had meals with people, and went to weddings. And so we shouldn't feel uh, you know, we shouldn't feel bad for having joy in our life, eating and drinking and going to weddings. So you know th- this movement is trying to find a connection point, perhaps between us and Christ. And they're trying to be evangelistic in that way. I mean, if there's any positive, maybe, uh, uh, kernels that, they, that, that are positive here in this movement, it is that they are trying to be evangelistic. They're trying to make a connection between Christ and us. Uh, but, Zach, they don't, uh, I don't think they succeed well. In fact, they kind of get us off on the wrong Foot. And, and of course, in the Bible, you know, the book of Hebrews says that Jesus is able to sympathize with us. Mm-hmm. He can sympathize right. with our weaknesses. But is that the same thing as saying, well, he gets us? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that when we uh, come from the he gets us, if, we only have, if the only picture we have of Christ from the he gets us campaign were, uh, if, if that were all we had, then I think we would come away with a very different picture of Jesus and his way of sympathizing with us than what you get when you come from the pages of scripture and you end up having a Jesus that looks very much like a 21st century American rather than someone who's a first century uh, Jew who's but who's not only true man but also true God and actually offended quite a few people and said quite a few hard things and so I think that you mentioned the starting point is quite uh, wrong here. And I think that that's really what we're um, what, what troubles us, isn't mm-hmm. it? So rather than starting with uh, God and then moving from an understanding of who God is according to His Word to then understanding who man is, we're first beginning with ourselves, who are sinful creatures, and then trying to then move from ourselves to Jesus. Or you could also say we should be starting from Jesus and working toward ourselves, but rather we're coming from ourselves toward Jesus. And mm-hmm. so it's definitely the the wrong way um, around. Yeah. But maybe a couple of things that um, uh, we can maybe go back and forth with here, in just terms of where we um, find this to be uh, troubling. Um, you want to start us off? Sure. Yeah. I, I think that you know he gets us. You know what what is that saying? It's saying that um, that Jesus is perhaps relevant mm-hmm. because he gets us. Mm-hmm. And so if he didn't get us, then maybe he wouldn't be relevant to us. It kind of implies that, right? And so what's making, it's making Jesus not the norm, or it's making us the norm. Mm-hmm. We are the norm, and we're going through life, and what gets us is good and helps us. It can help us on our way, mm-hmm. but if, it do, if they don't get us, then, then forget it. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is posturing us saying, we are autonomous, we are in the driver's seat, and whatever helps me is good. If it doesn't help me, that's bad. But it so happens that Jesus can help me in this because he understands what I'm doing in my man-centered, autonomous life. And the, so the whole, the whole thing, instead of being Godward-focused and conforming to, to Christ, to, to dying to self, living unto Christ, instead of doing any of that, uh, we're then saying, well, here I am autonomously in the driver's seat through life, 
and oh, it so happens that he he gets me here, and he can somehow maybe come alongside me in my struggle with my pursuit and my goals and my whatever, and he can somehow just come alongside me and pander to my wants and my desires and my struggles without asking me anything, any hard questions or, or challenging me to get outside of myself and conform myself to his holy will. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Sir? I think on on that one, one I've heard uh, one theologian speak about this as the glory story, and how we like to think of ourselves as um, you know the main character of our own life, and that we have this glory story in front of us, and then ends up bringing Jesus in just as a supporting actor for that, or you know to to help highlight us and glorify us and uh, assist us going forward. And I've also heard you know the same way. Uh, Christian sociologist Christian Smith speak about American religion as uh, moralistic, uh, therapeutic uh, deism. And I think that uh, what you described is exactly that, very therapeutic. And I think maybe I'll approach it from a moralistic standpoint because, yeah. you know, we're, what we're talking about here is living your best life now, which is really not um, the uh, Christian message. And it's really not about, you know, become a better you. And to, you know, coddle you as you go forward in, um, in your sinful pursuits. Uh, but rather the Christian message is rather than one about just, you know, self-fulfillment, it's one, like you mentioned, Brian, about dying to yourself in order to find life in Christ mm -hmm. and to find actual salvation, not from your own poor self-esteem or salvation from your own feeling of uh, purposelessness, but rather to find salvation from wrath that has that is because of our sin. And if you watch those He Gets Us commercials or go to the website, see those videos, there is no mention of the wrath of God abiding upon us unless we trust in Christ and um, uh, repent of our sins. But rather, it is what you're describing about just the, a man-centered thing to affirm us and push us forward, which is a very moralistic thing, mm -hmm. just to uh, help us to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's presented to us as an example for living, which is fine to see Jesus as an example for living, but central is actually that he is our Savior, who died for our sins, has been raised for our justification, and then... As a consequence of that, we then begin to follow Christ and his mm -hmm. commandments. Mm -hmm. But if we make that the central thing, then you have lost uh, Christianity. Yeah. So. And also, like, what is relevant? Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, God is relevant. Yes. And his plans are relevant. And his purposes are relevant. And his ideas are relevant. And sometimes, quite frankly, our ideas and our purposes are quite irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And so I think it gets... Again, it's 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 a backwards. It's kind of turning everything upside down. Where I'm pursuing this thing, and now somehow God is is relevant to me. But we need to, again to step back and say, no, God is relevant. The Bible in itself is relevant. Now, whether or not we see that is is a different different story because we could be quite irrelevant in our ideas and our pursuits and um, what we're doing, and we need to again conform to the relevancy of the Christ of sacred scripture. Um, anything else you want to... I think probably the last thing I, I want to bring up is that, 
within the portrayal of Christ, again, if you're getting it only from the He Gets Us uh, videos, commercials, you have no idea that the biblical Christ is uh, true God. Mm. And that is of the utmost importance because he is God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made. And as the eternal son took on flesh and came down, he came down as the very revelation of the father. And he, along with the father, then sent forth the Holy Spirit. And that that revelation of the triune God that we find in the body and blood of Christ, that is the great drama of Scripture, and it will be the great treasure that the Christian has for all of eternity. And if we have this very, very low and deficient view of Jesus as just mere man, and maybe somebody who's a bit of a revolutionary kind of figure uh, who speaks our modern parlance, then we're really missing the transcendent nature of who Jesus Christ is as fully God and uh, fully man. And someone who then confronts us in our sin, but not just confronts us, but then forgives us as we trust in him. And it's a much more powerful uh, ver uh, vision of who Christ is, a much more biblical one than I think that the, than the what I think is a very cheap um, uh, uh, perspective given by that uh, he gets us campaign, and so I think I'd probably uh, finish there. Yeah. You yeah. So I mean, the he gets us movement. I mean, you, ha you have to kind of ask yourself. You know, they they are presenting a struggling Jesus, Jesus who who struggled, and then we can kind of look to him in our own uh, striving and and suffering and these things. But is that promoting? Uh, belief in the gospel mm -hmm. or is it promoting a kind of self um, centered works righteousness right so uh, is the message of he gets us hey you have failed you have broken every commandment of God you are under the condemnation of God but Jesus kept the law on your behalf, died as your substitute, and imputes to you his own righteousness by faith alone, is that the message we're getting? Or is it keep striving and keep working and keep doing it? Because you know what? Jesus had complex issues too. And what's the message here? Uh, so the whole thing is, again, turned upside down in this movement. And not only turned upside down, but then they're trying to make it so inclusive that they're losing the exclusivity of Christ, where we see throughout Scripture, you know, Jesus saying things like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody can come to the Father except through me. Um, nobody can, can come to me unless the Father draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. Whoever does not um, believe in the Son does not have life, but the wrath of God abides on him. I mean, all throughout Scripture we see the exclusivity of Christ. If you do not have the biblical Christ, and trust in the biblical Christ in terms of his his own law keeping, his own death, his own resurrection, and, and so on. If we're not trusting in that, then you are excluded from the people of God and will be condemned. And there's no way of getting around that. And so, but that 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 whole message is gone in this. He gets us stuff. So again, I'm, I'm excited that people are speaking about Jesus. I'm excited that they want to evangelize. I'm excited that they want to connect Christ to us. But they're doing it in a backwards way that's getting everybody off on the wrong foot. I agree. Well, some encouragement to you then to uh, go back to Scripture.
and to uh, find a church where scripture is central to the uh, worship and the instruction that's found there. Uh, don't rely upon commercials, please. Uh, don't rely upon cheap slogans. But uh, go back to scripture where God gives us his very word. And in the uh, written word of God, we find uh, no one less than the eternal word made flesh on our behalf. And so uh, if you don't have a church in Cincinnati, we invite you to come and join us at Westside Reformed Church, uh, westsidereformed.org. If you are somewhere else and you're looking for a good church, feel free to email us. We'll try to help you find something that is in your area. But coming face to face with the uh, true uh, Jesus Christ and finding forgiveness in him is the most relevant thing for us. And we hope that um, uh, you uh, make that a priority in your life uh, as well. So thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.